What's up, y'all? It's Tisha back again with another episode of Unexplored Truths. And before I get started with this one today, you guys should be hearing more from me on the podcast. Got a little break from what I'm doing for school and everything like that. So I apologize for any delay, but I do have a special announcement to make this week. I will have a guest later on this week. I'll be posting it this weekend. I will have a gentleman by the name of Cedric Walker on the podcast to do a Q&A with the ladies. So I am so excited about that. So if you all have any questions, send it in to unexploredtruths at gmail.com. And I'll try my best to address all the questions that I get. I do apologize if I skip any questions or anything like that. But I will do my due diligence and try to get really the main questions or the most frequent questions answered and if I can get to all of them of course I would do that as well so for the topic today I wanted to talk about well the name of it that I named it was how do you know if you have a toxic relationship versus a healthy one and as easy as that may sound I feel like that some people don't truly know the extent of toxicness that their relationship is in. And they use different things to cover it up, to make it seem like it's better, to make it seem like just excuses as to why they're disregarding the disrespect, the acts of the other person, and even some of the acts that you personally are doing. But by disregarding these things does not make it go away. It does not change the person. It does nothing but hinder your growth to do better. It's so easy to be toxic because it literally takes no self-discipline. Like, it takes none, no self-discipline. You just do what you want. And most people who think like this, who think the toxic way, think that, oh, I'm like this, and they'll just have to accept me for who I am. I'm just like this. And if you go around life living like that, you're not going to be completely happy with that because you're basically saying there's nothing wrong with me, but there's something wrong with everybody else. And then people just gonna have to accept me for how I am. No, sweetheart. If there's nothing else left for you to work on and be better at, then what is the purpose? What is your purpose in life? If you're done growing and you're done, then that's it. Like, you don't want to improve on anything. You don't want to be better, do better, like, read some books, achieve financial goals to the next level, achieve educational goals, you know, publish a book, anything. You don't want to do anything else. I just, I, f- I find that very hard to believe. But... It is easier to be toxic because it takes no self-discipline. And then once you obtain discipline in the choices you make, you are in control. And that's how you know your mindset has shifted. That's how you know. 
It takes effort to operate as a healthy person and in order to have a healthy relationship. This is self-talk to you to be a healthy person because in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to be a healthy person. You can't be a toxic person hoping and praying for a healthy relationship. It doesn't go together. You have to do the work on you. Once you do the work on you, the things will come into play for a healthy relationship. Other than that, you're just going through the motions, to be honest. You're going through the motions. Just to say you got somebody, that's how you got somebody. Like, it's... it's Some of y'all would rather be... And women in general, honestly. Because I do feel on this topic, I feel like that men... Men and women are in toxic relationships, don't get me wrong. But I, I feel like there's a lot of things that men do not let slide. But women let slide all the time. All the time. And that's a problem. I feel like that with just saying that, men have boundaries when it comes to their woman doing things that they don't like and will literally cut them off like if they cross that line but women will stick with some women not all women will stick with a dude doing them wrong cheating on them over and over and over again and making up excuses for why this man is doing it just toxic just toxic period no boundaries no boundaries at all. So I wanted to bring up some points to let you know if you're in a toxic relationship and this might hit some spots and that's okay. Because if it's hitting a spot, that means that you know that it's something that you need to work on. And that's what I want this podcast to be is the topics that I talk about. Really think about these and see if it applies to you. I'm not going to give any advice that I have not found that has helped me. I'm not going to give any toxic advice. I'm going to talk about toxic topics, but I'm not going to be giving toxic advice. I'm not going to advise you to do something that will be harmful to your life. This advice is good information to make you a better person. And if you want a relationship, then you're going to have to fix these things about yourself. You are. So the number one thing I have, which is a, I feel like this one is a big one. This one's a major one. So how you know that you're in a toxic relationship? Number one, you have trust issues. (laughs) You have trust issues, boo-boo. Like, if you cannot trust this person to go out have a good time with his homeboys or you or the man trusting a woman to go out and hanging out with her homegirls without feeling like she gonna go out and do something you're in a toxic relationship because at this point you're choosing the person that you're with unless you're in a religion that automatically 
puts you in a relationship with some someone that's a whole different story but what i literally mean is you being the one to choose your partner and in that relationship y'all both have trust issues that's not good sweetheart because if you can't trust me why are you with me if you cannot trust me why are you with me We shouldn't even start a relationship until there is trust built. Trust is something that is earned, but also you have to work on yourself so that you can decipher who is trustworthy to begin with. It still starts with you. If you know in your own personal life that you have trust issues, You need to figure out why. Why do I have trust issues? Is it because of past hurt, trauma, things you've been through, previous relationships, things you've seen, others' experiences? What is the main reason why you have trust issues? And until you find the reason why you do, it will always linger. You may try to cover it up. You may try to do different things to make it seem like that you don't really, not even so much care as much, because of course you you want to care for the person that you're with. But this type of trust issues that I'm talking about, like it's an issue. That's why it's called trust issues. You need to fix that issue within yourself. Because I wouldn't want to be with somebody that can't trust me. Period. Why are you with me? There is no reason for us to continue this relationship if you can't. That's number one. Number two is you always think it's your way or the highway. And you lack communication skills I put them together because communication is the key in this point when you always think that things have to go your way you have a clouded vision of another person's perspective And that judges the decisions that you make. Because you are not always right. You are not always right. Like, it's okay to have debates in a relationship. Discussions that you disagree on. And all of that. So with that said, like, why do you feel like things have to go your way only? Like... That's not good. That is not a good... It's It just does not look good. Like, who wants to be with somebody who thinks they're always right all the time? It's just like, what do you see... Let me put it like this. I don't understand why people even want a relationship 
if things have to go your way all the time. You might as well stay single and just do what you do. Because in a relationship, it is about respect, communication, and understanding. Those are the three solid pieces of a relationship to me. And if your relationship does not have that, it's not going to last. So if you can't communicate and understand the other person's perspective and respect that and make a proper decision based on the information that works out best for the both of you, that's the way decisions need to be made in a relationship. Not just because you said do something or just because you said something. That's not a relationship tactic. It's not a healthy one. The next one I have is... I hear women say this more so than men, but men are starting to come out saying stuff more as well. But when people say all men ain't ish, all women ain't ish, you know... I feel like when people say, you know, all men and all women are not nothing these days, basically, like, to even, like, relationships are not even worth it. Are relationships only not worth it because of the people that you chose? I had to pause right there because that's deep right there. Are you saying that the dudes that you chose to date and be in a relationship with, you, you, the people you chose to be in a relationship with, the man you chose to be in a relationship with, the woman you chose to be in a relationship with, you really think <laughs> that women and men ain't nothing. They ain't ish, as y'all say. But you're the one that's choosing them. You're you're the one that's choosing the person, though. So what is wrong with you? I should say, what's clouding your vision to where you cannot see the person for who they are? Are you seeing the potential in that person? Only? Baby, potential is exactly what it is. Potential. If they don't put that potential into action so you can see that as their ambition, as their goals, potential is only imagination at this point. It ain't in the works. Ain't nothing being done. You just say you see potential. But then you want to turn around and say men and women ain't nothing. Like... Again, if you worked on you and did the work on you and worked on even the first two points I mentioned, trust issues and it not always going your way and having those communication skills. Like when you say that men and women ain't ish, you put that out in the atmosphere, really, and you receive what you put out. Like, what you speak over your life holds a lot of weight. You got to speak positivity. 
Because as long as you keep saying that women ain't nothing and men ain't nothing these days, guess what you're going to get? I ain't nothing man and I ain't nothing woman. That's what you're going to continue to get. Cycle after cycle after cycle after cycle. That's what you're going to continue to get. Period. Until you change your mindset and actually understand there are a lot of good women out here and there are a lot of good men out here. Y'all so worried about women. <laughs> you so worried about how tall a man is, dark skin, light skin, beard, just just anything. Just the physical appearance of a man and what you want him to look like. You're focused on the wrong things and that's why you keep choosing wrong, sis. And for the men, you so worried about a big booty and a big chest on a woman did you missing every other trait that she got that can clearly show you she is not it because baby the fattest booty and the biggest breast can't change nothing about her mind mentally period <laughs> period period I, and i don't feel like that people understand how strong your mind is and what you say and what you put out like energy is everything and once your in, internal energy changes you're going to start drawing people to you that match your energy you no longer have to say i'm finna start matching people's energy i used to say that but now i'm gonna keep my same energy regardless of where i am what i'm doing because the same people in my energy frequency they're going to be receptive to me they're going to be the ones to understand me i don't have to stoop to your level just because you feel some type of way i gotta stoop to your level and now i'm like okay i'm matching people energy no sweetheart i'm gonna keep my same energy and the people that's for me gonna be for me and the people that's not or not that's just the way that is period the next one i have is <laughs> this one is i don't need anybody's help mindset that independent that independent woman syndrome and honestly that independent man syndrome as well because It's just so crazy, like, and I'm going to talk about this, well, something like this when I have the interview later this week. I feel like when you don't feel like you need anyone's help, it cuts you off to so many blessings that you can be receptive to. But because you feel like that you don't need help and you can do it all by yourself, if you're speaking on the woman's side right now, it gives off very, very much masculine energy. Like, if you're a woman and you want to be with a man, this is what I'm talking about right now. If you're a woman that wants to be with a man and a man that wants to be with a woman, I'm not talking about any other scenarios at this moment in time. But 
it gives off masculine energy because if you find a man that's interested in you and that likes you and this is toxic it's a toxic trait men are doers like what i've learned about men is men are fixers they are fixers so if you're bringing them an issue or a problem they're trying to think okay how can i help fix it it's just a natural thing for men to try to fix things and by you saying that you know you don't need nobody you got it all by yourself it just it doesn't allow your femininity to really shine for that man all it does is just show your masculine energy it it, it really does because you're not receptive of how a man functions as being a fixer men are the providers they are providers so if you feel like you can do it all by yourself then why are you with somebody why do you want to be in a relationship if you got it it's ego and for men you don't need nobody's mindset type of thing either like because you're fixers and because you're doers you're gonna need a woman to pour back into you so you can keep going if you want to be with a woman you're going to need that feminine energy to get your strength back like to get your to get your fuel it's 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 like fuel femininity is fuel to masculinity and masculinity is fuel to femininity it fuels one another and it's a natural thing that occurs as well it's not anything forced or anything like that it's just you have to be open to getting help help is okay it is not a weakness And then the last point that I want to bring up in in the toxic traits is you always see the negative in things more so than the positive. You can't expect a positive outcome in a relationship if you automatically jump to the negative before the positive all the time. And that, I feel like, is a major, major issue. Always looking at the negative before you go to the positive in everything. Why are you with that person? Why? Because what's causing you to look at the negative first? It's a point I'm going to bring up a little bit later. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But like, what's the reason why you feel like you got to jump to the negative first? It's toxic. If you really think about it, it, it is, it's toxic to think like that. Because all in all, again, you are the person that is choosing your partner. No one chooses it for you. You can't control what other people do. Period. Even in a healthy relationship. But at least in a healthy relationship, y'all have the foundation that I was talking about. Respect. Communication and understanding.
All right, and I'm gonna jump to the healthy points real quick and I'll try to speed these up. So those were the points for the toxic, how to know you're in a toxic relationship. Let me go back over them. You have trust issues. It's always your way or the highway. Lack of communication skills. All men and women ain't ish. I don't need anybody's help mindset. And you always see the negative in things more so than the positive. All toxic traits. All of them. All right, I'm going to jump to the healthy ones. It's my favorite part of it. All right, that's, that's all the bad stuff, right? So how to know you're in a healthy relationship. First thing is you healed from your past traumas. When you've healed from your past traumas, that's when you know you can be open and receptive to receiving that healthy person for you. Being healthy first for yourself so that you can attract that healthy person. Because as long as you're toxic, it's a sign that you haven't dealt with some internal issues and some internal hurt. Rather that happened with that person or before that person, you're still holding on to it. And until you let that go, it's just going to be lingering until you address it. So I don't even think that you should be in a relationship unless you have healed from your past traumas. You have accepted your part in it. And even some of the traumas that weren't your fault and you weren't in control of, you have taken control of what you can control and you have shifted the way that you will proceed with your life. Like you, you took that as a learning experience and turned it into something that is that is precious that you can use and help somebody else because once you heal from your traumas can't nobody tell you nothing because nobody was there with you through that to help bring you through that all you had most of the time was you you are who you with the majority of your life And I believe I said this on another episode of my podcast. Is you have to live with you from birth until you die. You have you. So what makes you happy? Only you truly know that. So that's how you know when you've healed from your past traumas is when you can look back and be like, yeah, that happened to me, but it doesn't define me. It only makes me better. I've learned from that. And I am doing better. Much better. The second thing is. Is you have forgiven yourself for your part in the outcomes of relationships. You have forgiven yourself for your part in the outcome of your relationships. Rather you feel like that you did, you put all your effort in, you did so much for this person, you was there for them, you did this for them, you did that for them. But what were they giving you? Were they cheating on you? Was the communication not there? Were they lying? 
Were they abusive? Were they mentally abusive? It's like, what do you sit in? Why are you sitting in that? You have to forgive yourself for allowing them to treat you like that. You have to. That is a healthy trait. Once you have forgiven yourself for your part in the outcomes of all relationships, not just with a man or a woman for this point, for all your relationships. When people cross certain boundaries that you allow them to cross, the only person that can be mad about that is you. You allowed it to happen. You let your guard down. You let it slide. You you can't let it slide and operate healthy. Healthy people acknowledge their wrongs. And not saying that healthy people don't make mistakes, but they understand their part in their mistakes. That's the thing. It's not always, oh, this person made me or this person did this to me. Okay, why did you allow them to do that? When you found out about it, you didn't use the door. You sat and stayed in it. What's making you stay in it? Oh, because you love that person so much? You love you love that person so much that you that you just I'm sorry, sweetheart. That's that's not a logical reason because you love somebody so much. It's not. It's not. You're supposed to love everybody. Just because you love somebody does not mean that, that you're supposed to be with them. You can love people from afar. You need to love the people who love and respect you back in the same manner. Not somebody that consistently does you wrong. And you just sit in it because you love them so much. No, that's that's not it's not a sufficient reason. So in order to operate healthy, once you've acknowledged your part in the outcome of your relationships, going forward, you can do better. Have better. Receive better. Have better boundaries up. And that is something I'm going to talk about in a few episodes on the podcast is boundaries. Like people don't have boundaries. And you have to have boundaries in order for people to respect you to say what you mean and mean what you say at all times period it doesn't matter who that person is and how much feelings you have for them how much love you have for them boundaries is something that is different for everyone different levels for different things for everyone but you have to be able to stand your ground with your boundaries don't let anyone just walk all over you just because you love them so much that's that's not an excuse it's not i'm sorry it's not and once you have forgiven yourself for the part in the outcomes of your relationships the next point is you have forgiven others actions towards you once you forgive yourself for your part in it you're able to forgive that other person because it wasn't just them you allowed it as well so when you forgive yourself it's easy to forgive that person 
because you realize what part you played in the situation. And once you realize that and you truly can forgive yourself and the other person, man, that's major growth. That's major, major growth. If y'all really just listen to what I just said, that is extreme growth right there. And then that leads to the next one, because this next one really goes together, really. You accept the consequences of your own actions. And people don't like to do that. People don't like to take accountability for their own actions. (laughs) Accept the consequences of your actions, sis. Nobody else sat and allowed this person to do this to you bad thing after bad thing after bad thing after bad thing you sat you allowed it so now you have to accept the consequences of what you allowed so is what you allowed healthy or is it toxic because if it's toxic Baby, you're going to have more lows than you have highs in this relationship. As hard as that may sound, it's the truth. The truth hurts sometimes. Until you get these toxic traits and you've forgiven yourself, realized your part in it, that's when you really can take the information and be like, dang, I was a little silly in that relationship. I was a little dumb. I ain't even gonna lie. But I made it through it, I acknowledged it, I addressed it, and now I'm doing better. That's the thing. This is the point of this podcast, is to acknowledge where you struggle and to do better. But you have to accept the consequences of your own actions. Because if you don't, ain't nobody else going to do it for you. That is something internal that you have to do. So in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to accept the consequences of your own actions. Because even, like I said, even in a healthy relationship, you're not perfect. No one's perfect. But because you have those three points, again, respect, communication, and understanding, you're able to get through these things better. You're able to understand them better you're able to understand your part in it better in the situations. And then the last point is you believe the person for you is out there. And the reason why I had that one last is because I feel like in order to even achieve any of the things that I've been talking about and to better yourself, you have to believe that there's a person out there specifically for you. You have to believe that, that they are out there. Because if you don't believe that the person is out there for you, what type of person do you think that you're going to get if you don't believe that they're out there for you? You're going to continuously be in this cycle of meeting the same spirit in a different body. Literally, it's a different man, but the same spirit in a consistent cycle because you don't believe that there's nothing out there better for you 
So since you don't believe it, then who else is going to believe it? You're going to draw to you what you give out. The energy you put out is the energy you get back. I don't think that people realize how strong that is. If you don't believe that's out there for you, what makes you think you're going to find it? You have to be able to believe and truly believe and truly heal by forgiving yourself, forgiving others, accept the consequences of your own actions, heal from your past traumas. That's how you can believe that there's a person out there for you. Because all of these things are healthy traits to help you choose a healthy person for you. But again, first things first is you have to heal yourself first. You have to do the work on you first. And the only way that I knew how to do that was through God. Like you have to go to him, acknowledge what you have done. And just just on a spiritual level, anything that makes you better, a better person, whether you're religious or not, doing the self-work, it's going to do major things for you. It's going to change the way you think, the way you move, the way you act. You have to believe that there's someone out there for you. Because the longer that you don't believe that, the longer it's going to take for you to find somebody or find the person for you. Yeah, you can find many of people, the wrong people for you. But in order to find the right person for you, you have to believe that that person exists. Because as long as you don't, that person can be standing right in front of you and you not even realize it because you're so blinded by your past traumas and the other things that I talked about. That you're not receptive to receiving that person and who they are and and not able to see them. Like he's right in front of you and you can't even see him. Or she's right in front of you and you can't even see her. So... That is that is the podcast for today, man. That's that's the subject. That is the topic for today. And I really hope that y'all took in what I said and really, you know, continue to work on yourself. It's okay if you're in, you know, some of these traits, you have some of these toxic traits that you know you need to work on. The point is, is to point them out, being truthful to yourself and learning how to change them, correct them address them all the above so that you can have what you want and what you desire if you want a relationship with a man and a woman like and even in any relationship like you really need to these things you you have to do them if you want a healthy relationship so if you want a healthy relationship work on you I feel like these are some good points to start with. I'm sure there's multiple, you know, multiple other points you can use. And of course, I will continue to post in the podcast for them. But going ahead and closing out this episode, I hope you all enjoyed the episode. And like I said, later on this week, I will have a Q&A. So 
once again if you ladies or gentlemen that's listening to this if you have any questions that you would want answered some common relationship topics anything like that send in your questions to unexploredtruths at gmail.com and i will try my best to get to all the questions i'm so excited to have my first guest on the podcast i hope you all enjoy it and i'll see y'all later this week on the next one peace